Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. The great news is uh, we've managed to locate uh, Andrew Voss and uh, so we can get stuck into the teeth of uh, the NRL. Uh, morning to you, Voss. Busy time, of course, for you uh, over there. Um, listen, mate, uh, what were the surprises for you uh, over, over the last round, if there were any? Oh, g'day, Timmy. G'day, everyone. Sorry, just a fraction late there, having come off air doing the uh, breakfast show this morning, being uh, a lot of news. Um, uh, look, just in case your listeners are not aware of it, I'm, I'm not sure, Smithy, whether you've covered it. Uh, Tatai uh, Kefu over here, you know, great Wallaby Queensland Reds legend. Um, tragic story, terrible story, fighting for his life this morning. Um, multiple stab wounds, we're told, um, intruders at his house and defending his family. So it's one we've been covering this morning. On the, um, on the rugby league front, look, surprises, well... Look, should Parramatta's demise be a surprise? Probably not based on the last two, but it just got ran home just how far they've slid. Um, beaten by 56 points to 10, 10 tries to 2. I mean, going into the weekend, they're in the top four. You look at the betting agencies today, they're $67 to win the competition. I, I don't know whether I can recall such a dramatic slide. I mean, they've just absolutely fallen apart to the point where if the competition had started three weeks ago, you'd say, well, they're your favourites with a wooden spoon. I mean, that's how bad they're going. From premiership contender and genuine premiership contender to to absolutely hopeless, uh, I, I can't fathom it, Smithy. I, I really can't. I mean, you know, one theory is you know some sides handle um, the the upheaval, you know, switching states and you know teams that travel on a more regular basis like Melbourne handle it better. Parramatta just haven't handled it, perhaps, and and just the wheels are falling off their season. Um, I will put the Warriors as surprised. You know, this is. Great resilience being shown, three in a row, good on them, and, and now just two points out of the eight. Uh, and, and as far as shock factor anywhere else, well, no, the Rabbitohs' attack is very good. They can win the comp, Manly can win the comp, um, and the Storm perhaps not going as well as the 18 straight suggest um, out of the weekend. They've, they've dropped a little bit in form, there's no doubt about that, since their best this season. Well, they still sit atop the table with 38 points. The Panthers, the Rabbitohs with 36. The Eels are still in it, regardless of the form slide. They're still very much in the, the meat of the table, 28, 28 uh, for the Roosters and 26 for the Seagulls. I think there's your, there's your top six, I think, because there's six points back now to the Titans, the Raiders, and the Knights uh, at this point, Vossi. So can we put a line under the Seagulls and say the top six is established? Yeah, absolutely. Top six is established. There's no question of that. Um, Parramatta might be late. Look, they, they play the Cowboys. You'd think, well, surely they beat the Cowboys, but that might be the only game um, they win. They've got to play Melbourne and uh, Melbourne and Penrith yet in the final two rounds of the season. So that, that's your top six. I've got Newcastle finishing seventh. Their draw's okay, um, and I've got Newcastle finishing seventh. But I tell you what, the real curveball is, and if your listeners can get their head around this, and they're not going to like it if they're a Warriors fan. Yeah, if the Warriors win the next couple of weeks, Cronulla's going to be in the same boat, you know, fitting for that eighth position. Cronulla is, joined, is drawn to play Melbourne in the last round. And if Melbourne have the minor premiership wrapped up, they will rest players. They did it last year. They went with, you know, 
you know, almost their reserve grade side come the last round against the Dragons in loss. So they will put resting players ahead of the finals, um, ahead of everything, and that will have, you know, Cronulla will be the beneficiaries of that because they, they are likely to play a second-string Melbourne side in the last round, which Warrior fans and others, Canberra, will say, oh, hang on a second, that's, that's not fair, go. We're, you know, we had to play at full strength earlier this year and we're desperate to win and Cronulla might be gifted in, in you know, a roundabout way two points. So that, that's why I see it falling. I've got night seven, and I reckon if things play out this way, Sharks might claim eighth position uh, ahead of the rest. It'll be on four and against probably anyway. But I think the Sharks might, uh, might get there. Vossi, just going back to the point about playing, um, you know, players who are resting as such, is that sort of a, a bit more restricted now with COVID? The toing and froing of, of players and getting them uh, to a, a place to play now, or, or would they go to that measure under COVID? Well, they're doing pretty well under injuries. There are some clubs that couldn't rest players. I mean, you know, um, uh, the Roosters aren't in a position to rest all the players. You saw Canterbury yesterday had to have two lone players. So there are clubs certainly in that position. You wouldn't be able to rest players and then, you know, have lone players for one week. I'm sure they wouldn't allow that. I mean, I don't know whether there's any black and white rules written down, but I don't think your clubs would cry blue murder if Melbourne rested fit players. Um, players can get loan players simply because they are in crisis at the moment and they just don't have the truth. So, um, yeah, that, that's the way that's existing at the moment. But there's a lot of players sitting around not playing anything because there is no second tier. But in the case of Melbourne, unless something disastrous happened on the injury front the next couple of weeks, I think they will be in a position to rest players. And the fact is, Craig Bellamy has shown that he will do that and did it last year. And the side they fielded in the last round took on the Dragons, who were out of finals contention, and the Dragons beat them. So there'll still be stars in the side. You know, I'd never ride off a Melbourne side, but I'm telling you, you could have as many as, you know, six, seven players out if they have enough available backup uh, in, in, that, okay. in that match. You know, you won't see, like, a half pairing of Cameron Munster and Jerome Hughes. It'll be Cooper Johns and, and you know, someone else playing in the half. And, and, you know, Justin Ollum might be rested. Um, you know, Ryan Pappenhausen might be rested, even though he hasn't a lot of footy. Jesse Bromwich gets rested, and they bring in other front rowers. So I'm saying they might be in that lux- you know, luxury position of being able to rest talent. Their priority is the premiership. They don't care about anyone else, and I totally get that. Their priority, Craig Bellamy's, will be to have his team in the best possible shape for the final series. Look, uh, you commentated uh, the Warriors yesterday. You had the honour, uh, and we had the honour of listening to you too, by the way. Uh, 24 uh, 10 over the Bulldogs, not an unpredictable result. Did you see the Warriors' form uh, continuing to improve, or are they just not being tested at the moment by the right people? Yeah, oh, well, no, no, that's, a, that's a fair question to ask. Because um, I would say, if I sit in isolation, I thought the Warriors' goal line defence was really good yesterday, but then I think, mm, put that in the equation, I'm playing Canterbury. You know, Canterbury averaged two tries a game, have done for a number of years now. Their attack is so limited. Um, but, um, but, but, but still, you, you can only play what's in front of you. I, I will say this. Um, I thought the Warriors uh, never really in doubt the result. Were comfortable all the way through. The intercept try in the first half came. It's totally against the run of play. The other try was on the final seconds of the first half. Um, I still thought they left a fair bit of football out there. Um, the, the, the Warriors, a ruthless Warriors yesterday would have posted 40 points against the Bulldogs. So... Um, you know, there's improvement to be done, but the fact is they are getting momentum, they're getting more confident, three wins in a row, um, Reese Walsh fullback, now Chanel Harris-DeVita is fit. Uh, you know, I'm seeing some, some good things there. 
I like the fact that O'Sullivan ran up to the line, you know, poked his head up to the line before passing. You say it's probably the best game I've seen him play. Uh, in the number seven, they've decided Cody Ritmikarima now coming off the bench. You know, it's dummy half. So um, this is the side the Warriors will take in the next three weeks, and I give them a chance in all three games that, that they uh, that they still have to play. Destiny is in their hands as far as winning goes, but they can't. They can win all three and still miss the finals, of course. Uh, you know, depending on what the other teams do, but. But I'll be prepared to say, if the Warriors won their last three, they're going to be playing in the finals. I just don't think the sides around them are good enough. So if the Warriors were able to win three in a row, which would mean they've won six in a row, they would make the playoffs, and that would be one hell of a story. Well, it would do, wouldn't it? Uh, uh, six in a row without RTS. Uh, there are some uh, there are some key uh, matchups this weekend, that, the way I read it anyway. Uh, the Storm, uh, as you say, the, they would need to try and start to find a little bit of momentum in their victories. Uh, they're against the Titans, who are just outside, just outside the eight. And then, of course, you've got the Seagulls just outside as well. Uh, uh, no, firmly inside, playing great against the Raiders just outside, Ricky Stewart's Raiders. They're important games, and they're first up. Well, the big news out of Manly is he's Tom Savoy with the injury. Now, I don't, look, I'm not saying you're going to deliberately lie, but the smart thing is, if you had a serious facial fracture, which they're talking about with Tom Tabovich, you, you wouldn't want your opponents to know. Because you're going to risk and probably roll the dice with him. I can remember years ago, Jason Taylor, north to the half. He was known by all and sundry. He's got this problem. Uh, facial fracture. Canterbury went after him like, because they knew of the injury. And, you know, they pushed the envelope as hard as they could. They smashed him. And every tackle they finished off. And, yeah, they probably broke the rules. But they, they knew by taking him out of the game, they were killing off the chances of their opponent, the playmaker. So Tom Tavoyevich, I don't think we're going to know the exact extent of the injury. What we do know is he's had the fracture before. He still actually has a plate in his face. And we're being told medically this saved him from, this is more than likely saved him from a more serious injury. So he might just have hairline fracture rather than full-blown fracture. But I, as I said, it'll, it'll remain a mystery as to how bad the injury actually is. I would think that in the case of Tom Tavoyevich, it's at least a couple of weeks out. But can Manly win without him? Uh, well, maybe they can. But they're not the same side, obviously, without him. Question from uh, Gary, who's just texted in. Can you ask Fossey what's up with the shoulder charge rule uh, pertaining to yesterday's game, obviously? Seems every game there are no arm tackles that aren't called. Have they changed the rules? Yeah, um, and, and of course, bringing the context for Nathan Cleary one. I'll start at the Cleary one. I was happy. He was using his shoulder, but it wasn't a shoulder charge. Like he just breaks for impact. He turned his good shoulder away, uh, sorry, his bad shoulder away from Jack Bird to brace for impact. So if he had to make contact with him, of course it's a charge. But I was happy that no uh, judicial charge against Nathan Cleary for that one. Because if that was an example of a shoulder charge, that when we brought the rule in years ago, we'd still have the shoulder charge because there'd be nothing seen as dangerous with that tackle. But yesterday, where it became confusing, see, only Katoa. It was an incident when, when he hit Edward Cosby. It was enough to take the try off the Bulldogs because of foul play after he dropped the ball. And, and they said, OK, so you hit him in the head. But no, she did. I, I can't defend that. I can't defend that at all. It was a careless bordering on reckless tackle, and maybe he'll be cited today. But it's still a concern that in the run of play, I mean, imagine that's a tight game. You know, a, play, a team loses a player for 10 minutes. It, it could decide the match. Yesterday didn't have a great bearing on it, but Sioni Katoa, no doubt should have been Sinbin yesterday. I thought we'd reach that point. And I don't know how they defend that position. It just absolutely perplexed me yesterday. Uh, Katoa's gone the big shot. And, and, and it's, well, he hasn't got away with it. They got denied a try and had a penalty. But he should have been in the bin. 
should have been in the Sydney. Andrew Voss with us, uh, of course, from Sydney. Thanks very much, Vossie, for your time this morning. And, uh, yeah, his uh, thoughts echo those of yours, uh, Gary, as well. Uh, the fact that uh, that went basically unpunished. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.